Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Ohio! In the Japanese islands, that's how they say good morning. Ohio! And... I say good morning to you. Is everything well with you? If you need an adjustment, the minute this ends, just start praising God. Now your back can go out. You need a chiropractor. You need something. When your spiritual backbone is out or everything's not connected the way it should be, you're feeling out of sorts, just start praising God. I'm trying to get my wife to redo a song from decades ago that was a blessing to me. And I think it's one of those songs that's timeless, but she's not listening to me yet. A group called the Imperials sang it. Praise the Lord. He can work through those who praise him. Praise the Lord. For our God inhabits praise. Praise the Lord. No, no. I didn't say count your problems. I didn't say worry. I'm speaking to myself and you. Praise the Lord. You don't have something to praise him about? Praise him. I don't feel like... I didn't ask you if you felt like it. I've learned I got to praise the Lord. Let the feelings come later. God doesn't ask me to have feelings. He asks me to praise him, trust him, call on him, rely on him, not have feelings. Feelings come and go. Where we left on this story of God recovers stolen property, we know it's been stolen. From Ziklag, his town, where 600 men and their wives and family, the 600 men came back with them. Their wives are gone. Children are gone. Cattle gone. Sheep gone. Everything's gone. And now what does David do? It's precarious situation because his own men are talking about taking his life. And it says now, then David said to Abiathar, the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod that was worn, uh, one of the garments of the priest through which they sought God's direction. Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this raiding party? Shall I, will I overtake them? He knows somebody has come in and kaboom. But who? What? What direction? God answers him. Isn't that something? When you ask God for direction, he answers. Oh, I don't believe that. That was just for the Old Testament. According to your faith, so be it unto you. But if you read the book of Acts, they got directions from God where to go even on missionary journeys. So pursue them. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. God's saying that. David and his 600 men with him came to the Besor Valley where some stayed behind. 200 of them were too exhausted to cross the valley. But David and the other 400 continued the pursuit. So David went from 600 now down to 400. But he's on the move. They found an Egyptian in a field and brought him to David. They gave him water to drink and food to eat, part of a cake of pressed figs and two cakes of raisins. I know, you just salivated. I got it, I caught it. Pressed figs, two cakes of raisins. He ate and was revived, this Egyptian, for he had not eaten any food or drunk any water for three days and three nights. David asked him, who do you belong to? Where do you come from? He said, I am an Egyptian, the slave of an Amalekite. My master abandoned me when I became ill three days ago. We raided the Negev of the Kerathites, some territory belonging to Judah, and the Negev of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag. That's where David, that was his hometown at that point. 
David asked him, can you lead me down to this raiding party? He answered, swear to me before God that you will not kill me or hand me over to my master and I will take you down to them. <laughs> That's one wise slave. So David's being directed by God. 600 guys are going with him. Then they leave 200 behind and he's riding on with 400 and then they see this guy half dead and they go to him and they say, so who are you? What's up? He's an Egyptian. He's a slave. And he goes, yeah, I was just with the Amalekites, this tribe, always people, always against God in the Old Testament, attacked the Israelites the moment they came up out of Egypt. He says, yeah, we were doing this and we are over there and we took over some territory, the Negev, we knocked off some places in Judah. Oh, I, yeah, 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 I remember. We, I was with them, they burned Ziklag to the ground and absconded with everybody. David says, can you show us where they are? The slave, que listo, very wise. He goes, I'll take you to them, but swear to me you won't turn around and kill me after I bring them to you. Isn't it something? He prayed to God to be directed. God said, go, I'll lead you. And notice how God answers him, not through lightning or thunder, not through a voice out of heaven, not through a star like that went to Bethlehem. No, he found a half-dead Egyptian slave. And that was God's answer along the way. Isn't God amazing? He uses all different ways to direct us into his purpose and promise and victory. So be sensitive when you see an Egyptian slave half dead in the sand and you're on some mission for God. It might be that that person is the one who God is going to use to tie all the loose ends together. Isn't that amazing how God does that? I look back in my life, the most obscure, random things that I thought, well, this has nothing to do with anything. Or I meet somebody and then, and, and the next thing you know, they're part of the answer to the very thing I was praying about. God is awesome. His ways are not our ways. When you pray and when we pray, I'm speaking to myself, you can't map it out the way you think God will answer. Many people, we miss it because God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So let's be open. Let's be sensitive. One thing we know, I don't know how, but God will come through for you and for me. Blessings. See you tomorrow. Amen.